I'm just gonna keep my body's gyrating until it. <laughs> All right, I think I did it right. What's up, Yay. guys? <laughs> How's everybody doing? Professional stream. It's been a while. Welcome back to the stream scene, everybody. We are excited to be back with you guys to talk about pertinent streamer topics every single week with some really awesome guests. And of course, I could not do it without my amazing co-host, the Hunter Wild. What's up, Hunter? How have you been? <laughs> Welcome back to the streaming universe. I know this. So this is the very first stream scene I have done since returning to streaming. Now we had we had been doing it um, all all along, uh, but I wasn't streaming at the at the same time. And we get you know we do the shout outs at the end, and everybody's like, oh, and here's when I'm live, and I'm like, you can see my tweets sometimes, I guess. <laughs> that was like the most the most that I had. Uh, it's, um, it's an interesting, it's been an interesting ride and it feels really interesting to be back into the streaming world. And we will be talking about that a fair bit today because the whole reason I was gone in the first place was in fact, burnout. <laughs> we, apparently this is a, a dad show. <laughs> which is what, which is the, the topic of the day, which is what we're talking about uh, all day today with these incredible Guess that we have Little Siha and Frank the Pegasus, you brilliant human beings. So honored and humbled to have you both on the show Thank today. You. If if you want to talk a little bit about yourselves, introduce yourselves to yeah. um, the Streamer Square community. Hit us with it. Who are you? What do you do? You do? First? What are you about? You want me to go first? I want you to go first. Okay, hi, my name's Avery, or Little Siha. Uh, this is my first time on um, Streamer Square with, with my buddies. I know all these people. I've known all these people for like a few years, so this is going to be super fun, talking about kind of a sad topic. Can't wait. Yes. Um, but, <laughs> there will be a bit of vulnerability on stream today. It's just a true. little bit. Just some crying. Um, <laughs> Uh, I primarily stream Just Dance, um, and we do games every now and then, uh, but mostly I'm a dancer on Twitch, uh, and I burp a lot, and that's about <laughs> it. That's all I got. Thank you for being here. <laughs> I'm Frank the Pegasus. I, uh, I don't know. I do, I do pretty much anything, but I like simulation games, and I like chatting with people. I like talking about um, sex and gender and sexuality and stuff like that on stream. So, uh, I guess that's, that's my feel. I'm glad you're you here. You do too. have I a recent announcement. I do. I guess that's also true. I just recently went full time, which is. Yay. That is so exciting. Yell. So I have to just say, oh, woo, oh, yes! and it sounds like I'm not being sincere, but I, I, my voice has been gone for a month. I'm so, so I'm just like, wow, right that's great. I'm just like, woo, cool. woo, but that's, I'm enthusiastic. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, so we've got a really important topic that all of us have faced. And if you've been doing content creation for any amount of time, you're definitely going to run into this too. I think it's, I think it's unavoidable. Um, like, I think it's just something that you will experience at some point if you get really into content creation. And I kind of want to start with the why. I always want to kind of start with like the why. Why do we experience burnout? Like, why does this happen? Why is it so prevalent, especially in our industry? 
Um, to me, it's kind of just because you burn down on anything if you do it so much. Like, I mean, just this is kind of like a, a more minimal example, but like whenever I pick up like an MMO, I get really hooked on it and I play it constantly because I love it so much. But then there's a day where I wake up after like two or three weeks where I'm just like, I can't, <laughs> I don't want to do it. I don't want to do it. And that can be the same no matter for anything that you love, even if like you go to like a nine to five job that you don't enjoy, you can burn out. Even if you're doing what you love for a living and you're a full-time streamer and you're making great money off of it or whatever, like you're doing what you love every day, you can still absolutely feel it. Um, I think it, I mean, I know we're going to get to this, but it comes down to being able to find other things that you love, not just put 100% of you into that one thing because then it's just it's exhausting i agree i think like anybody can burn out but i think like if you're talking about why it feels so much more prevalent in the creator community because it's not just streaming it's like any creator you can go on youtube and talk about i think you're about there, to like, say what i would say <laughs> but i think that the the creator community in particular is we're contracted so we're self-employed which i think you could see a lot of crossover into any other area that has self-employment but beyond that we also are largely our own brand so not only are we like constantly self-employed and therefore working for ourselves which doesn't really create office hours well we have to set our own boundaries but we also are constantly putting ourselves out there to be judged which i feel like hurts in a different way like you have to constantly take in all of the feedback good or bad right and i think that can really be detrimental really quickly yeah we like always have to be on right like and mm -hmm. i think it it makes it more prevalent too because um you know our platforms like you said we are our brand so when you're on social media uh you know we talk about these things and we we are you know we're very exposed to you know oh i i, I have to take the day off i have to take a week off i have to take a month off because i'm burned out so you kind of see this on uh on twitter a lot because we're in a circle think, of streamers and we, we, you know. Yeah. Yeah. But I think what was a couple of things that extended beyond that to that exact point, you run into a weird situation with uh, a sense of community and loneliness within mm -hmm. influencer, no matter where you are on this, this spectrum as an influencer, because you have to manage the message when and all these things are tied in together so your brand is your identity you and your business are the same thing to an extent to a large extent mm -hmm. and to like to, to, to frank's point tying that in together that creates a weird set of standards and misvaluation of self-worth when your business isn't performing as well that means you're bad you're a failure as a person of course it doesn't actually mean that but that's like what's going on in your in your head right because I am the thing that's that's being put out there. And then when you try and you, when you want to feel less lonely, you're speaking to a big audience and you have to manage how people are perceiving that. And that's sort of going through your head. Like, how do I structure the words so that I'm understood properly, but I'm not too vulnerable and not too revealing. And then that prevents you from actually feeling a sense of connection to people. You can have thousands of people who are all replying to a tweet that's like, no, you can get it. No, you can do this. I believe in you. And you're like, I am totally empty. Yeah. <laughs> like, I have, yeah. Nobody cares about me. It's like, what? So. <laughs> yeah. 
and and then I think to the to the final point because I know I'm I'm already like eight minutes into this spiel, <laughs> where, where I think where passion meets a lack of results uh, for any number of reasons. I think that's where you run into a really big problem when it comes to burnout. When passion is a driving factor, and that's the thing that you're like, I I care so deeply and intimately and powerfully about this thing, and then you likely set up bad. Uh, sort of goals and a sense of worth and value for that thing. When you get bad, bad results for your passion, I think that immediately steals energy from it and steals power from it and causes you to start burning out in the thing that you love the most. Mm -hmm. I completely agree with that. Like you, even if you're like, okay, I'm going to curb burnout by like trying to, to do something a little bit different, maybe even in your field still, but like, you're going to like start a new project, start a new podcast, start a new YouTube channel, whatever it is. You're like, I'm going to do something to kind of rejuvenate my passion for this. I'm really excited about it. I'm going to go all in on it. And then you go all in and you want to share it because that's what content creation is, is us sharing those things that we create. We're so excited. And we're like, hey, look at this thing I made. Hey, mom, aren't you proud? And then mom's like, eh. Yeah. I hate it. I know. <laughs> you did good. I know. And we're like, oh. <laughs> okay, mom. You know, and that that really you're right. It takes the wind completely out of your sails and you're like, well, what's the point? Not Why even I even bother. Not yep. even just the lack of result, but just being creative in the first place is so exhausting. Mm-hmm. Being creative every single day, like trying to think of a new scene to put on OBS oh, or trying God. to think of like how to set up a subathon or like just mm-hmm. the creative aspect of it is so tiring because like in my I, I worked for an internet service provider before I went full time with streaming. And it was just, you go in, you're told what to do, and then you leave. Like, that's yeah. that's basically what it was. So to go from a job where I was literally given everything and told what to do to a job where I completely controlled every single thing, and I had to think of different ideas of, like, getting more it's subs or getting more bits or whatever. Yeah, it's exhausting. Being creative is so tiring. And then also, to your point to be creative and put that much energy into something and then have it fall flat or have people be like, this is dumb. It's just like, Oh my God. Right. <laughs> Not even this Why? Is dumb, but I think we start to like get expectations in our head of like how something is going to get perceived. And then if it's just like, meh, you know, and you're like, I put a ton of effort into this and I, I just like threw that other tweet up and it did fine. And then this did the exact same thing, even though I spent hours producing <laughs> this thing that I created and you're like, Oh, so I could okay. I guess I'll just go back to telling fart jokes again. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, I think with like with streaming, like you know, this is such a new and ever changing industry. You always have to be pushing for new things and developing new ideas for your stream. Like you can't that's go you stagnant. Mm-hmm. I mean, you. I don't think that's true, but I think that's how you feel. I mean, uh, okay. I mean, I, I I think you always have to be innovating new ideas. But I do. I too. I do too. I think so too. Hunter, Mm-mm. teach us, teach us how to do <laughs> I, I do too because I think like if you sit, if you sit back and do the same, well, I think for me anyway, that depends on why. Way to burn out. Like you talk about going mm-hmm. into your, your, your day job before you started full-time streaming Avery. And you're like, that, that was like easy. Cause you knew what exactly what your day was, but if it was the same thing every day and streaming can get redundant like that. And I noticed that a lot of times that I'm feeling burned out, it's when I haven't done something that I feel passionate about. Yes. And it's yes. just like, 
I guess I'll go live and play this game again today because that's the day that I do this game and that's what I said I was going to do today. So we're going to do that thing and I'm going to have a, a X number of minutes of intro and chat and then I'm going to go into the game and we're going to do this thing and then like I'm going to stream for so many hours and I'm done. Yeah. You know? I, and when you get into that routine, even though it's like, there's variability within it because obviously chat's going to be different. So conversations are going to sure. be different. It doesn't matter because you're still like, or hot topic day whatever but yeah yeah so yeah. i actually think it's it it's both it's it, if you're if you you know innovate too much or you're just oh, like mm -hmm. just ex exhaust all your creative juices or if you do the same same thing every day you know yeah yeah i think yeah i think that either either way you can really lead yourself there and i think a big I think recognizing the why it happens is really important. You know, yeah, like we can talk absolutely. all day about why it happens, but recognizing why it happens in you, I think is really important because what causes burnout in me may not be the same that causes. I definitely agree. Yeah, so yes. pointing around. <laughs> Everyone. <laughs> <Yeah>. Everybody. So <laughs> yeah. I think part of the issue with that is, um, I, I, I think that the this sort of this emphasis on necessary innovation is one of the things that does help lead to burnout. I don't think that it's actually needed. Um, what are what are your goals? Your goals may have nothing to do with the stuff that get you know, goes into innovation. I so where I'm at now, and there's a lot behind this, but I want to have innovative things that pop up now and again. I don't want to overpressure myself to constantly have to just just overexert myself again and again and spend all of this time you know, when I'm off stream trying to figure out what my next innovation is going to be. And then when I'm on stream, sort of like trying to figure out how to work in the last one and make it better and what, uh, like how to balance all of those things, it, it gets overwhelming very easily. Whereas if my goal is to my if my goals are to generate X amount of income, am I doing that? Does innovation necessarily create that? Or maybe does networking do that a little bit better? Can I find a way to reach my goal in a way that doesn't necessitate spending eight extra hours a day trying to build out a new system that may completely fail, you know, for, for like two months? I've done this kind of thing before. It's ridiculous. Um, innovation can be a fantastic and energizing and invigorating approach to adding value to your stream and what you find enjoyable about streaming. But it can also be a real soul sucker, um, and I think that's a that that's something that has to be addressed on a, on a personal basis. That is one of the sort of the dangerous things because we do overemphasize um, innovation itself. I don't think you should feel bad if you're not doing it constantly. I oh, don't think sure. we should oh, pressure yeah. ourselves for it, and I think we tend to. I know that I'm probably the biggest the biggest uh, criminal when it comes to to pressuring myself when it comes to for for innovation stuff. For innovative stuff yeah i mean you're definitely right like I, and when i mean always innovate i don't mean in that frequency that you mentioned because that that definitely can be unhealthy um but frank uh like started to make a good point i kind of want to start to move towards that um is recognizing burnout and how like for me i was hitting burnout really hard last year and i didn't even recognize that it was burnout because it's not really it's not always that obvious. So I kind of want to go around and talk about, you know, how does burnout uh, manifest within you? Because for me, um, sometimes it's just like being more irritable. You know, it's like slight things like being more irritable, 
um or just being like really tired at the end of the stream like where i was like streaming i'm, I'm enjoying i'm having fun time but afterwards i'm just like i don't want to do anything so when i lay on the couch like i'm like over exhausted for me it was just the overall dread of even streaming like waking up in the morning and being like oh i just don't want to which is so weird because like two years ago, I was like, this is my dream or three years ago or whatever. I was like, this is my dream to do this every day. It's going to be awesome. And then you get to a point where, I mean, for, for me, I guess I can't really speak for everybody else. Cause I stream just dance and like, nobody does that. <laughs> or there's like, there's like a few people who do it, but it's not very common. But like, for me, it's like hearing the exact same songs over and over and over again. I have so much respect for like artists that go on tour like for months and oh. perform the same songs every night because I'm like, I'm going to go insane if I have to hear another Ariana Grande song. I'm going to lose my mind if I hear Rasputin again or Cotton Eye <laughs> Joe or like some random song that I've heard a bajillion times. Um, I think it's it really was just like waking up and being like, I just I just don't want to. For me, it was like, I don't even think it was really gradual. It kind of just hit me out of nowhere where I like just one day it was like, I just... I just can't. I just don't even have the energy. Like I wake up and I already have a headache and I'm like, I, I just don't want to. That was kind of my sign. And I was able to take a couple weeks to like take less time to dance and more time to just like play games that I wanted. Like I made a, yeah. I made a backlog list of like all these old games that I always wanted to play like Final Fantasy seven and Grim Fandango and all these games I never got to play. And I just went through it throughout like the whole year and it was awesome. So I kind of like went off topic, but my my way of of realizing it was just waking up and being like, I don't want to. <laughs> and it's I think it's um, even worse because you are in such a glorified position. You you do you have the dream job, right? Like you get to dance and play games, and it's so much fun, and it's so easy forehead. Like yeah, you just <laughs> so play games. <laughs> And then, so then you feel bad. You're like, why am I, why am I not, why am I miserable? Why am I blowing this opportunity? Like, why am I? It creates a weird sense of shame. Like, yeah, yeah right? It's like, so weird. That's Especially when you have people in your chat that are like, oh, I just got home from like a 12 hour work day. I'm so tired. My manager I... yelled at me, this is and that. Mm -hmm. And like, I'm watching your stream to like, kind of wash it all away. Then I'm like, oh. I do have the best job ever. I'm yeah. not allowed to be sad about it. Yeah. Oh, then now that's that's yeah. a weird. That's a whole. That's thing. a hard one to fight. That uh, fight I think that. that perpetuates burnout because then you feel like you have to push past it, and so you're I, like exactly. continuously like putting it off, like putting off dealing with it. So you're like, no, I mean, it's fine because I make people's days brighter, and I do have the dream job, and I should go live. And, and I deserving it is a weird one with that too, right? It's like I have to, yeah. I have to be deserving of this dream job, and when mm -hmm. I feel bad about doing it, it makes me unhappy. I'm clearly not, so I just have to work harder to make sure that. And it's like, oh, that's just. Yeah. But so, what about what about you, Frank? With uh, um, for me is very very different. I don't so much dread going live as I find myself really sleepless. Um, I get really really in my head and i find myself like when i go to bed i'm constantly just thinking about my to-do list for the next day to the point where i lay in bed for hours thinking about oh that's another thing that i should add oh that's the thing that i could do right now and a lot of times i'll even get out of bed to just do something on the list because i know that in doing so i'll actually like be able to sleep at least a little bit but those are that 
like that for me is like, you need to take a break. You need to, because none of this is as urgent as you feel like it is. And when I start to do that, when I start to just like cycle in my head, I'm like, that's, that's not going to go away until I take a step away and really start to prioritize what actually is so important that I need to get it done tomorrow. And I need to get it done immediately versus like sitting in bed and thinking about my endless to-do list, because there's Mm -hmm. always a to-do list. And Mm -hmm. it's when I start to think like everything needs to happen tomorrow because I put extra pressure on myself. And I think that pressure starts to really fuel the burnout. So I don't actually like start to dread stream like every once in a while, but it's usually fueled by anxiety of not getting other things done that Mm -hmm. I'm like Mm -hmm. streaming becomes like the least important thing on my to-do list. It's really bizarre. Um, But that's usually like, it really, it gets like, how interesting. Yeah. It gets backwards. Like I'm doing all of these things for stream to be better, but I can't actually afford the time to go live in order to get those things done. It becomes becomes like one of the least important things in my brain. And that's like, that's my, it's, I think it's a strange way that manifests like burnout manifests for me, but um, I think the sleeplessness is probably relatable because I have talked to a couple of other people that are like, yeah, the to-do list, like cycling in my head, I definitely have experienced that. But um, anxiety on top of it, I think is a little added fun twist that I get to endure. But um, yeah, like I said, sometimes it's getting out of bed and doing something on my to-do list. And then the next day I just like take a break and take a step away so that I know I can get back to my normal sleep cycle because everything gets worse when you don't sleep properly. That's absolutely true. (laughs) And Um, I think that you, so you mentioned the anxiety. Um, Now I I know that you suffer from anxiety independently, but I do think that anxiety is one of the things that is born out of burnout as well. Um, uh, Yeah. One of my, that can be like an indicator. Burnout. (laughs) Yeah. Oh yeah. And I don't use the the trigger word lightly, but like if I, if I'm burned out, I will be infinitely more anxious about just anything that's existing in the world. Um, everything becomes like the biggest hill for me to climb. And it starts to be like, oh, I have to shower today. I cannot even <laughs> a world in which I could shower. I um, and it's like, it sounds ridiculous when I say it like that. But I think if you've experienced that kind of anxiety, then you then you know exactly what I'm, I'm talking about. Um, but yeah, burnout is definitely one of those things where I'm like, I have to, I have to put it on my list. Like I have to put silly things like that on my list and then like focus on them because I don't, I don't otherwise get the, get it done when mm-hmm. I'm having those, those really bad days. So scarcity, I'm... I think is the one for me. What's that Loco? Oh, were you, were you going to talk about indicators? Oh wait. Yeah. 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 You haven't talked about yours. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> go ahead. Funny. Sorry. Did... <laughs> uh, the 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 scarcity trap so there's there's um some really interesting, i love i love talking about it so i'm gonna have to i'm gonna have to reel myself in <laughs> uh something that was born out of uh poverty psychology was this idea of 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 scarcity um and how that affects how that affects our, our psychology and the driving factors in decision making and how we reevaluate certain things when we perceive something as scarce we tend to value it considerably more, right? This is a, a principle in economics. Um, the more scarce a thing is, the higher the, the, the price is, right? This is why collectibles are like so costly. Um, when you know, a, a core resource goes down, the, the price of the items that it produces goes up. Kind of standard stuff. 
when you have this in your own life, uh, it works in the exact same way. And this can be a misperception. When you feel like you don't have enough time, you tend to overvalue time in a certain way that skews how you how you make decisions about it. Um, and this is also strangely true in when it comes to economics. And <laughs> what is happening in chat? <laughs> when, when, it, when it comes to the finances and, and, and everything else, um, with me, it was time over and over and over again. When I felt like I didn't have enough time to do stuff, I would overwork and remove the time that I had to do other things. It not only became like a sort of a justification for not being able to do it, but mm. it's this weird, like counterintuitive kind of thing. If I don't have enough time, why am I spending more time working? The idea that I got caught in was, well, if I work more and I become more successful, then I'll be able to have more time further on down the road because I'll have more money and more mm -hmm. freedom to do this stuff. And the more success I got, the more I was like, well, now I have to hold on to that. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I can't take time off, you know, because then I'll lose all this momentum that I've gathered, all this steam that I've gathered. And, and I still don't have the freedom to do all this other stuff. So I clearly have to work harder. And I worked, I had 17 days in a row where I did 12 hour streams. And that was my longest run of 12 hour streams. But that was pretty, that wasn't too uncommon for me. I would take two days off a month, maybe. And I was usually doing eight to 12 hours a day. And I would cry. Yeah. And that was just on stream. I was also, you know, doing DMs and having, you know, doing stuff yeah. with, with my management and all this other stuff and working on projects. Uh, it was really, it was really dumb and bad. And that was because of burnout. That was because that was a precursor to burnout. And then, of course, I got burned out because I was working too damn much and not seeing the return on my investment because it was impossible because I had misperceived it, misconstrued it in the first place. So that was a that was a big one for me is like changing you, you lose the real passion and the value for it and you you shift the value over to something else and then there's no fun in it it might be enjoyable to some extent but there's no it's not meaningful work if you lose that sense of meaningful work you're already on the on the path to burnout yeah that that to-do list thing i definitely resonate with too mm -hmm. like i find that um you know like like the saint you play live event is a great example of like when i usually burn out afterwards because not only is it like a significant um, investment into like the planning it, but then yeah. like afterwards you have like all these incentives that you need to fulfill. And then you're just like, uh, I know. just like, as uh, uh, you just have like this giant it list. It's like a mountain. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it absolutely does. You're already tired because I mean, play live is wonderful, but it is a demon in its own right. Like it's, it's a whole other right. kind of like content creation. And especially love... if you're doing the whole month. Mm -hmm. I love, love, yep. love it. Don't get me wrong. I'll do it every year because I wouldn't trade it for the world. But by the end of by the end of that month, you're already like all of the things that I think happen to content creators that already kind of fuel their like imposter syndrome and feeling lesser than like all of that is heightened during. Oh yeah. Played alive. Oh yeah. And on top of that, you're constantly pushing to like get people to donate which is not a thing that i think most content creators do on the daily you're not like hey by the way did you uh did you drop some doll hairs today because i like that like so we do for charity we will we'll like we'll sell out for charity oh yeah in a way that proudest I, beggars yeah in a way that we don't on the daily and yeah. then exactly at the end you're like okay also now i have to do this stream and that stream and this thing and i said i would do this other mm. thing and Oh, I even the financial burden that comes along with that too. <laughs> mm -hmm. I I I oh, completely yeah. removed my tip button for the entirety of that of that month. Yep. Same, which was a real dumb idea for me. 
And then that led to like three months after that, having to like work harder to make up for all that lost revenue and so on. It was really an unintelligent decision. And I don't even, I'm not even sure that it necessarily got more money for St. Jude. I don't think it was, I don't think it, I think it hurt. I think it hurt me and the, the, uh, the potential <laughs> uh, benefit to, to St. Jude. I think I could just everything could be done smarter when I like, I just brute force stuff, right? That's a brute force approach. I'm like, just remove the tip button and then all the money can only go to St. Jude. Um, but I think you can really like, I think all of these things have smarter answers. For sure. Um, and so Hunter, you just recently went through like this entire hiatus and you know, I, I really want to talk about it and, and your perspective on it because it's not something that I've seen many full-time streamers do where they actually take a planned, what was initially a month plan <laughs> turned into what three hiatus three from streaming. And then you burn out within the hiatus. <laughs> and Loco was with me like on this entire ride too. So I really want to know your perspective on, um, you know, the idea behind taking an extended break like that. Because I know I, and I'm sure a lot of other streamers were watching you to see, you know, like how it would go and, you know, how you would feel about oh. it. I suddenly feel an immense amount of pressure after hearing that. We're all watching. Everybody with We're that. watching you. Um, what's the question? <laughs> um, so I, I want to kind of know your your um, mindset going into a planned month hiatus because not a lot yeah. of people have done it. And then talk about a little bit about your experience during that um, hiatus. So, okay, a quick preface is that I have and had a unique level and version of internal support that most people don't. I uh, have a dedicated manager that only works on my stream, and I had just hired another person um, to do what amounts to, like, administrative assistant stuff. So I had two people in in internally on, on, on my team, and... Another a friend of mine from five years ago um, who had done some contract work with me, who was also sort of in the fold and in meetings and supporting. I, so my, 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 my moment of realization came at the tail end of a really long stream. And I had just been, I'd been raided by uh, Dan, er, Dan's Gaming earlier in, the, in, the, in that week, and then was raided by Ammunition and had these two like huge, right, like this, big influx of of new people and after the last stream the, like shortly after Anne had raided i ended the stream because after 12 hours and the second i clicked the end stream button i was like i'm done <laughs> i just i don't know what had happened but it was like there was just an like an empty dullness i was just like just nothing's good it's nothing's good anymore every the world is gray just like everything it just flattened out and I was like, uh, I guess I'm just, I guess I'm just done. Now, my thinking wasn't I'm done streaming forever. My thinking was just really, I'm going to have to push through and stream because this is my job. This is why it's like, I can't pay rent if I don't have money coming in. And this is like, literally, I have to do the thing. I'll just brute force it again, my approach. Um, but I noticed, I recognized in that moment that sort of the passion was dead and that there was no joy, there was no love, and it was just a job anymore. Um, and so I had a meeting the next morning, incidentally, we'd already scheduled it with all of those people. 
And in the meeting, I didn't bring it up like, hey, I'm burned out. We got to figure something out. But we were talking about all these other ideas that I had. And like, and I was like really excited about them. And the new hire, the new person that had been hired on, story writer, uh, she was like, you're so, you said, you, you come alive when you talk about all these other things you want to do with your stream, all these other content creation ideas, all these other, you know, outside in the industry ideas that you have. And every time we talk about streaming, you're just like, ah, whatever. It's just, you're just, you're flat and, and empty. You, you just need to not stream. You just need to stop. And I was like, yes, absolutely that. Like, I wasn't coming up with this, but somebody else had recognized it and was like, you, here's what I see. And here's what I think that you should. And it just completely changed how I was looking at everything. I, I wasn't considering not streaming. And in that moment, we all stopped what we were doing, planning for the next week and whatever. And we're like, let's change gears. Let's switch gears. How do we survive this uh, to, 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 to not stream? How do we create a circumstance that allows for this reinvigoration and like revivification, right? Like coming alive again. Um, in the absence of streaming and how do we how do we have money coming in that allows that to happen where we don't have to worry where the stress is gone you know it's it's we can just focus on the things that are really important and structure structure a successful hiatus i think that was that was the problem for me <laughs> right right there what we did moving in from moving beyond that was trying to figure out how to build things into this time that we now suddenly had that I had to work on not streaming stuff in order to make it more successful when I came out of it, like new projects that everybody gets to see. And there's like going to be all this new content over here and everything's just going to be fresh. And we have to figure that out in the meantime, what that turned into for me with my wholly unhealthy approach was 16 hour days of work, 16 hour days of during my hiatus, because I was burned out, 16 hours a day of trying to figure out how to make that hiatus successful. Huge problem on, on my part. So I'm trying, to, I'm trying to keep this as concise as I can. It's not working. Um, <laughs> burning out within my hiatus was because I hadn't realized what the real problem was. The real problem was me. It wasn't streaming. It wasn't the industry. It was my relationship to work, my relationship to passion, my relationship to my home life, um, and my sense of self-care and what it was that I really value. And I couldn't really see that coming out of burnout because much like anxiety brain and depression brain, everything looks different. Everything that you think about and see, all the, the ways that you value things are all skewed. Everything is backward, nothing works right. So I couldn't really see it at the time. It took that second burnout because I was working 16 hour days and I was like, when does this ever end? When I come back, I'm just gonna be working like this again. When does this, when does this end? I had to totally wheel that back in and get myself like a really strong schedule with literally mandated days off. Wasn't allowed to work. My team would cut me off if I, if I did any work at all. Mandated self-care. I had to do certain things um, in order to have a good and successful day. And when I sort of started structuring my personal care in the same way that I structured my business, which is work until it works, you know, then my personal life suddenly became valuable. Like I had all this good stuff that was starting to, to bubble up. And I suddenly moved out of my depression and anxiety and suddenly started feeling really excited about my work. In fact, Frank was one of the biggest 
inspirations for this. We were on a call and she was like, uh, hey, are you excited about coming back to streaming? It took me 20 seconds to answer because I wasn't. I was not excited about it because it was looking like work that led into more work. And I have so much to say. I'm going to cut it off. No, just say it. Say it. Keep going. No, because there's like another 30 minutes. But we're listening. It's, like, it's interesting. Uh, I, mm, it, I, I mean, so this is a lot of what it looked like getting into it and moving through it. Um, but I think I want to point to what, in my opinion, is the best version of managing burnout. And it's just no way that this can work properly for everybody. But I think you, I think you, it's so simple. I think you literally have to schedule no work time and just you time. Like straight up, treat it in the same way that you have been treating your, your business stuff. Um, and I know that that worked so fantastically well for me eventually. Like I had to just get over my own stupidity about it. Like I just, I just had the wrong mindset. And creating a space in a time for just me, that was not work. That was not social media time. Like a lot of people saw that I wasn't very active on social media at, at, at all during certain points of my hi hiatus. Um, I wasn't in Discord, I wasn't on, on Twitter, and I certainly wasn't streaming. But a lot of that was also me not doing, not doing work for the last month-ish, while well, I was moving and stuff too. But um, that was because I had to dedicate, exclusively and explicitly dedicate time to just being quiet and alone with myself. And sometimes that was really hard because it's listening to your, to your own feelings and emotions, which are assholes. <laughs> sometimes. <laughs> but it taught me so much about myself. Um, and I wasn't able to hear any of that when I was working, 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 working. I, all of my emotions and, and all of my sense of engagement with the world and friendships and everything was like tampered down by, no, I, I have to work. I mean, I'd like to hang out with you, but you understand, right? And of course, everybody understands. We're all going through the same thing in the industry. Um, some people, some friends, Frank, Loco, forced me, like pried me off of that, off of that stuff. And we're like, no. Take time for yourself. You have to. You owe it to yourself. And scheduling it out, like literally writing it in my bullet journal, is like these two days, these three days, no work. Find something fun to do. Like check that box off. I know you like checking boxes, Hunter. So check that box off of finding something fun to do for like 60 minutes. And usually I'd be like, I don't want to stop doing this fun thing. 60 minutes, let's turn this into three hours. Then it turned into this like whole fantastic thing. And suddenly I started noticing that like I'm coming to life again. Uh, and now I bring that to dream. I'm Yay. just having a good time. <laughs> I haven't looked at my numbers once. I haven't looked at my revenue once since coming back. I'm just sitting down and like enjoying friend time and enjoying a video game. I've never done that. Before. <laughs> <laughs> so you're on a five day on five days. Well, five days working two days yes. off, but not all those days working is spent streaming. Right. So you've got four one days of day streaming. Off. Yeah. And then one flex day. Flex day is if there's extra work that I haven't gotten done before stream throughout the week, work on that. If there's YouTube stuff I have to make, work on that. If there are DMs I have to handle, work on that. Streamer Square stuff, work on that. If there's nothing to be done, I get an extra, I get a bonus day. If I've been working real hard the rest of the week during my work hours, which is eight hours a day, that's it. Uh, and everything's checked off, I get a free day. It's a bonus day. If I want to stream on that day too, I, I can sometimes, but. That's an iffy one because I don't really want to start moving back yeah. in the direction. Of 
of having that extra stream day because it becomes eight days a week that I stream. So how long have you been practicing the five days on two days off thing? Like, I kind of want to know like how you're feeling about it. Cause I'm seeing two a lot now. of streamers, uh, start to do this where they're actually yeah. taking two days off a week, which is crazy. I know. Wow. It's crazy. It's wild. And I'm so happy. <laughs> <laughs> it's so, it is so good. I feel like, too, the more time you spend, I think this is a scarcity thing, the more time you spend away from streaming and focusing on it and concentrating on it, the less you care about the misguided versions of its success, about the growth for growth's sake factor. Growth doesn't necessarily make you happy, and it doesn't necessarily make you more successful, um, depending on what your sense of success is. Like, I have changed my sense of success, and growth, uh, in a certain sense, doesn't, doesn't necessarily push that. To be able to earn a certain amount of revenue definitely checks that box to be able to satisfy my personal mission definitely checks that box to be able to have an enjoyable time working checks that box that's what success looks like to me and i have certain other qualifications in there um but streaming only four days a week possibly five it sets up a sense of scarcity for the the product which is being on stream whereas before i was you could always find me on and a lot of times i think people stopped watching they were like i could go back and watch him anytime i want he does 12-hour streams and he does 12-hour reruns it's like there's no shortage of hunter i don't have to <laughs> there's nothing i'm missing there's no you know so now it's a bit different now it's like oh if you want to see i may only stream for four hours a day four to four to six hours a day um and only four days a week if you actually want to get on and, and have a conversation because you know it's conversationally centric and engage with you know the rest of your friends in that stream there's only a limited period of time to do that and so like it creates a sense of urgency for that and it doesn't force anybody to feel like they they have to always be there if they want to support either like my mods were getting burned out can you imagine modding for like 12 hours a day constantly it's ridiculous and there's community burnout and stuff too so yeah very happy with it yeah that's awesome yeah i've started to do two days off this year um and i love it too like i feel like i've i've saved myself from burnout a few times already where i normally yes! would have been burnout. um last year i was burnt out every few months um this year, I, I, I'm sure I've been burnt out here and there, but it's definitely like last year was, was terrible. That is so interesting to hear. You've been burned out repeatedly. Yes, yes. And yeah. I, I don't think I, I mean, I definitely learned a bit. Um, and I, I've definitely realized that I, 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 right? Like everyone handles burnout differently. And for me, I know that I'm going to face this period of burnout eventually again. Um, you know, no matter how many two day weekends I actually take. And that's because I get this period of like hyper workaholic mode where I am like 200% motivated to do things. And I have all these ideas and like, I can't sleep and I got to write things down. And like, I just, I want to work. Like I want to work. And when I have those like periods of like, you know, just like being super, super excited about things. I, uh, for me, I'm like, I need to take advantage of that. Like, that's going to go away. I know that's not going to last forever. Like, I need to take advantage of it now. Um, oh, interesting. Yeah, so I'll... I'll I do I'll, know how that one works. Right, mm. so I'll do this thing where it's like I'll I'll work, like, this weekend. I worked the entire weekend, like, <gasps> eight plus hours a day. Like, Loco. Saturday and Sunday. No, but I was really happy doing it. I was really <laughs> happy. <laughs> but I know, like, I know once that excitement wears off, I got to go back to, like, the the routine where it's, like, yeah. taking that time off. Um, you so know, just smart knowing yourself, right? So it's like I'll 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 overexert and then I'll I'll pull back before I hit that burnout. So I'm trying to trying to figure that out a little bit. 
it's different. I think that's though. hard too yeah. because like when you do get those periods of like really excited like energy and you just want to get the thing done and you're 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 passionate about the project that you're working on off stream then i think when you you finish it or you stop being as passionate like you just like kind of get back into like normal i guess mode you start to look at it like oh why am i not so excited like is this burnout like i don't know maybe that's just me but i kind of look at like the baseline is like yeah. not enough i start to like focus too much on like the excited periods and say like that should be my normal i should always be yes but that's not true like you you definitely should not um i envy two days a week i officially have two days a week off now but starting in january was the first time i had any days off between stream and part-time job that yeah that's right what i was doing um it was the first time i had in over a year had a solid not joking had a solid just like I Mondays were off. I just didn't. Oh my god! And it was so exciting. And now I have two, and that's also really exciting. <laughs> is there a, is there a bit of terror in that? Yes. Like is is there <laughs> an anxiety that comes up in that too? Yeah. Like hands down, yeah. Um, I think there's a sense of security in my part time job has not sustained me financially for a very long time. Like a very very long time. I could have quit this job probably a year ago and felt no different than I do right now. But there was a sense of security in knowing that I had like that much revenue, which is not enough to do any bill paying really. Um, but it, it was some revenue that I had that was coming in and I could bank on it, literally. Um, and now like knowing that that's gone, there's like a, a tiny security blanket, like a little square of a security blanket that I was holding on to that is just kind of gone. And so, yeah, there's a lot of terror in that. And there's a terror in like having those days off. Like, what am I going to do with that? <laughs> am I going to use it effectively? Oh, my God. Don't I know how that one works? Yes. <laughs> am I going to use it effectively? Like, think that's so. But like, that's I mean, so effectively us. in like knowing like when to take breaks. And I'm yeah. going to like take more breaks in the evenings now because I have because I work, I don't mind working every day. Like that doesn't bother me, but I do mind working super long hours every day. Mm -hmm. um, I don't mind having like periods of time because I work really well. I like to just like wake up and kind of like have some time. And a lot of times that's like a good time for me to answer emails or just like focus on something that I was already, like I'm already sitting and kind of scrolling anyway. So I might as well do some social media posting and that kind of stuff. That doesn't feel like out of my routine of what I would do on a normal work day. So I guess like that stuff doesn't bother me to do seven days a week. But then like on my days off of stream, I would not like to work the entirety of the length of time that I would work if mm -hmm. I were if it were a stream day, I guess. And so having the freedom to actually have like evenings off after stream where I don't necessarily have to continue to work because I don't have that extra time on Mondays and Fridays to just do other silly things that I have to do off stream. Um, that's really nice to be able to just like have dinner and not go back to work after. That's great. That's a really great feeling. <laughs> so do you guys take any vacations? Because I feel like that is something that uh, like helps a ton. And I've seen some streamers talk about it on Twitter where they're like, no, hey, like, you know, I kind of want to take a break, but I'm kind of afraid like, have yeah. you guys have you guys taken vacations and like uh, you know um i've taken like vacation days 
but not like more than one day proper and usually mm -mm. But usually have you, did you get, have... like get out of the house like did you like go oh, away yeah usually usually it's because i have a family thing going on or i have something else um i have something else like planned that i like i can't really stream for that day and i'm not i'm not so weird about my family is very very important to me my family yeah. and i are really close and um that doesn't so feel like an obligation no no i love yeah. them i love getting together with them like i just had a a weekend day it was my niece's birthday party and i was not going to miss that for the world like they told me when it was like they didn't even give me that much notice and normally i'm like you have to give me like three weeks at least i think they gave me a week and a half and i was like i'll be there i don't care <laughs> i'm there so i took that day off and it did actually coincide with like because it was a sunday so then i have mondays off from stream anyway and i thought like oh i could do a, like a bonus makeup stream but no no yeah, I, I used to do that. That's a do problem that people do, where they take a break and then they make they try to make up for it. It's like, well, then yeah. you're not taking the break. Like you're not doing anything. You're just canceling. If out. you compensate for the break that you're taking, it's not really. Right. right. But now, Avery, I know that you've taken some vacations. Some vacations. I wish I took. Uh, well, you've taken took... one that I'm familiar with. I was speculating about others. Yeah, I took. I took my first vacation um, in three years back in May, and I went to Hawaii, and it was awesome. <laughs> I was outside on the beach, just hey. like the palest person there. Just like <laughs> I accept the sun. Um, yeah, I. I mean, I was at the point where I was like, dude, it's been three years. Like, I'm so tired. Um, and my community was super understanding about it. They're like, go get out of our faces. Like they were great about it. Obviously there was like a sub drop, of course, but I, um, I actually like kind of prepared for that. I think I did. I want to say I did like a subathon before I left just to give myself like a booster yeah. so that I, I felt more secure. And then I wrote, this sounds like it would make you more anxious, but it actually made me feel a lot better. I made um on my calendar for like 30 days after the subathon on that date i wrote that that was the day the sub drop was going to happen so that it didn't hit me like i was just like oh my yeah, god everything is gonna fall yeah. apart yeah. and it it sounds like that would be terrifying because the weeks leading up to that you're just like oh no but for me it actually helped a lot because i didn't just like wake up one day and look at my sub count and be like oh what what happened um <laughs> And I was prepared for it. And it was a reminder that it was just a temporary thing. But um, anyway, I I went um, I went to Hawaii for a week and um, did very minimal posting, didn't run any like reruns or vodcasts, didn't stream, um, didn't even bring like my streaming laptop, just like shut it all out. It was awesome. I needed it so bad. Um, and to be honest, after the three years, like after taking that vacation, I was like, I have to do this way more than once every three years. Like. I'll go insane. Like I can't, I, I'm not, so this is, I'm trying to find a way to word this that doesn't sound like I'm the queen of misery or anything like that. But <laughs> for me, burnout is not just mental, but it's also physical because I'm dancing on stream. Yeah. And there are days where I wake up and like my neck is just like, like so tight from like flipping my hair or whatever, or like I have a, I have a bad hip that drops. So like my hip will just like dislocate out of nowhere. And like, it'll get to the point where like, not only mentally am I like, what am I going to do for a subathon? I have a charity stream on Tuesday. I have five meetings tomorrow, but my body is just like, <laughs> it just is awful. So to be able to 
take a week and not only have like it sounds dumb but like have the blessing of my community my community being like yeah we'll be here when you get back whatever we don't care but being able to take a week off and not do anything physical and just like lay on a beach and smell seawater and do nothing and eat pancakes it was just <laughs> so good i lost my abs i got a little fluffy on vacation it was great it was awesome um but yeah i mean i kind of like worked some advice into there but doing like a subathon or something beforehand really helped me feel more like secure. Like I knew it was a temporary boost, but I knew that it would cover like whatever I might lose. And also the thing I think that I think a lot of us forget as streamers is that it like pretty much always comes back. Like if you go to a convention and you have, you lose like hundred, 200, whatever subs, it almost always comes back. Like it's gradual. It usually takes me like a week or two to build it back up to where it was, but it always it always ends up coming back to what it was before. Mm -hmm. And that's something that I've been trying to like ingrain into my brain that it's going to come back and it's fine. Don't stress about it. Um, what, but yeah, that's what I what's did. What's interesting about that is a lot of us do not at all pay attention to the prime drop. Nobody's, you, you, it gifts. literally doesn't re-up itself. Yeah, People yeah. are paying their hard-earned cash, you know, like uh, a, a lot of us who uh, sub to a lot of our a lot of our friends, because you can only have one prime sub per month. Any right. additional sub that you have is 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 paid and usually has a recurring quality. You have to manually select that you don't want to keep uh, keep that subscription going. Most people do most of the time keep that sub going. All the prime subs automatically drop off, and you have to manually re-up that in any channel. So not only is that dropping off on the regular where people are changing who they're subbing to, you know, moving it, moving it around, but anybody who wants to keep subbing to you with their prime sub is not going to do it while you're offline. Right. They're going to see you're online, come back in, see that they're not a sub, click the button. Mm -hmm. That necessitates that you're going to have a drop anytime that you are, even if everybody wants to keep subbing and will, that you literally cannot keep that sub count up just because of the nature of that prime drop yeah and avery i like that you mentioned you know that things would kind of return to normal after you take a break yeah. because i feel like on special on social media you see streamers complain about their sub dropping after they go to a convention or they you know they're sick or something and they're like oh god like i'm back and the subs are down <laughs> and no one really ever comments on the fact that it's then it's fine right then you go back to baseline like you know after a, a small period of time um so i i like that you say that because you know, this isn't like entirely an equal situation, but you can look at it as kind of being like, you know, would you rather take a, a week to take a nice vacation and take plans, time off and, and enjoy yourself? Or you reach the point where you have to take a break and it's a week off, but you're miserable, you're recovering and the effect is still the same, right? You still, still lose those subs, right? So it's like- That's exactly it. Because like the thing about taking a day off for burnout is that usually it's unexpected so you can't plan for it you can't prepare your your community for it and yep. say like hey two weeks from now i'm not going to be here it's like hey this morning i feel terrible i cannot do this i'm so sorry but then you're racked with that guilt on top of it and you're like now i just am sitting here sad and miserable and i should be i should i'm guilty because i'm not working and streaming and and it's not actually all that that's exactly what i sound like <laughs> that's how i sound <laughs> i just roll around on my bed like uh. um but it's, a, it's not actually relaxing you don't feel revived afterwards right? it's like taking like, time off for being sick 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Exactly. It's like, <laughs> it's like that's, not a, that's not vacation time because like I'm you know no. like vomiting. Like that's not how that works. Yeah. No, you you feel terrible. Yeah. And I think I think that's the thing that people don't don't really realize. Like we don't have vacation days. We don't just like we don't just accrue time off. We don't get PTO. We have to assign those days. And even then, like doing what Avery is talking about, like preparing ahead of time, kind of either with a subathon or like some kind of event, or just like mentally preparing and saying, like, I have to put so much money aside to cover not just the days that I'm going to be paying for vacation and paying for the the time away, but also to pay for the 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 time that I'm gonna have to work my butt off to come back when I come back. So I think people don't understand that like we just we just don't we don't get to just like have that you know we have to assign all that and we have to we get to decide also and i think that's why it's so scary a lot of the time for us to take time off yeah because Mm -hmm. there's so much like it's just sometimes it's just easier to not having to work like double time to cover Mm -hmm. that is so weird because Mm -hmm. at like a job with vacation time you just do your normal work and then you're like i'm on vacation and then you come back and you get caught up or whatever but for there is some like some double time in a normal job like i think nine to fives like you still have maybe not customer service kind of jobs but like like a nine to five when i was counseling i definitely had like i had to make sure i had seen all of my patients up to a certain point and then had everything scheduled like usually my first couple days back were just insane and i was usually there for longer hours because i was catching up on things that i had missed while i was gone and also seeing making sure i'm still seeing everybody because we had to we had just like restrictions on like the time period that we had to do it in. So if I took three or four days off, I definitely was like kind of bookending that with some longer days. So I don't, think it's, I don't think that it's like exactly the same, but I think the difference really is in honestly, like in revenue because I didn't have to, I got paid still. Like I had PTO that I had accrued. So I didn't yeah. have the added stress of like, Oh, I have to not just like, I guess that maybe that's where the double work comes in, though. Yeah, I you mean, know? well, you get paid time off, and you don't take a hit. You don't come back and then start getting paid less. Yeah, your exactly. job. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. you don't get a yeah. demotion because you took took a couple of days off. Like, that's not true. only am I doing a subathon, but I'm also pre-recording all the videos for like my YouTube channel that are supposed mm-hmm. to go up on the same yes. days. Mm-hmm. Like, I just pre-recorded because of PAX West and TwitchCon. I pre-recorded an entire month's worth of videos in one day because I was like. I need, I'm busy. <laughs> oh, it's just time management to do list. Exactly. Teach me. <laughs> um, yeah, I was kind of just like, I have to, I have no choice. I'm going to conventions. Yeah. I won't have time to put these out or film them or whatever. Um, and that part is exhausting. That part yeah. is so tiring. Yeah. That, pr- that prep ahead of time, that is definitely like, so, I don't know, back end stuff that we don't, we don't talk about publicly mm-hmm. often yeah not like really it might happen offhand mm-hmm. as a comment but it's not a thing that's yeah generally overly discussed one person i see do that a lot is uh john sandman you know he's like uh oh, i'm going you know a, another baby's coming so i recorded you know like three weeks worth of stuff and uh you know enjoy did did all of that today i see him post about that uh fairly often which is nice it, that is one of the yeah. things that helped me sort of think through how I wanted to to orient a lot of my stuff over the over the hiatus. But speaking to the that preparatory idea, that was that was something that I did leave out of my story. There were two things that I left out of my personal story that was like 80 minutes. 
One was why it extended beyond four weeks and into three months. And the other one was how I actually prepared for it, which was exactly what you were saying. I did a whole like blowout stream kind of a thing because I knew the, the day that it happened, I knew that I was going to have to prepare for all that time off. And like, well, how is that? How, how am I going to do any of that? Okay, one big blowout stream to try and generate as much revenue as possible so that I can be carried through that month off. Creating a Patreon, which took a lot of work by itself to you know, make one that was sufficient. And those two things created that safety net in terms of money. And it was still like, you know, am I only going to get like 200 bucks <laughs> or is it going to be like $50,000 and woo? Um, you know, it's like, it's, it's uncertain ahead of time. There's a lot of anxiety. And same thing with Patreon. Like, am I going to have like $50, $50 coming through there? Or is it going to be you know, like 8,000? It's like, it could be anything. And when you're in that mentality, it's like, that's terrifying because you don't know. But I just had to be like, shut up, do the thing. You're going to do the best that you can. And this is just, you just got, you got to get in there and do it. This is the only thing. This is the only option that you have. Uh, that made it a little bit easier. And so that, then the additional, the additional part of like the taking the, the extra time off, fortunately, I was afforded that opportunity because of the generosity, the economic generosity of, the, of my community um, that helped me get to uh, a, a point in that hiatus of more of money was still coming in because of the Patreon. People were like, yeah, take, keep taking time off because you need it. You burned out within your, your burnout period, within your hiatus. You definitely need to not come back because it's injurious to the community. It's bad for, which is another, another point I, I want to not, I, I want to not focus on. The good thing, if what you want is to have a sustainable community, you need to not be a dirt bag to yourself, I yeah, think, that's so true. because it's such a disservice to the people that you want to have a good time, that you want to care for themselves, and that you want to enjoy each other and your company. If you're not being good to yourself, you're not going to be as happy and enjoyable to them, and you're 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 doing a disservice to them as a community leader, I think. So taking that taking that time off is really important. That was a big thing for me because I was like, I'm not ready yet. I will, if I come back now, I'm still in a depressive state. I still have all this anxiety. I still don't feel good about myself and my content and my community or my engagement with, with people. Um, I need to take more time to, to fix this. To, I owe it to you to do this. So I'm going to do it because that's, that's my highest value. And so I kept putting more time into it. And fortunately, in the last month out of three months, I actually made the really good progress and the really good work internally. So I'm immensely grateful that I took off extra time, which is why I think it's important for me to emphasize that taking that time off is incredibly valuable. And it's hard to know when to do it, I think. And I, I'd like to hear y'all's perspective on when is the right time? Like, is it right for everybody to take that time off? And, and when? And then how do you sort of do that? But for me, continuing to push that time until I was fixed to an extent. I, I'm not like I was really broken, but Till it was healed. Um, but, you know, it's treated like a sport, like getting back out on the field when you still have this like crazy injury. We're just going to injure yourself again. If you're not done with burnout, you get back in there, you're going to burn out in a month. You're going to be right back where you were. All that time off will have been effectively wasted if you come back and then you're just having to leave again because you didn't do it right. Mm. I don't really have a good answer of like when to take that time off because I, I uh, scheduled my vacation for after um, 
the St. Jude Summit. And then I also had a trip to Ubisoft in Paris, like right after that. And then I scheduled, I, remember that. I scheduled Hawaii after that. So I was like at in Memphis and then home for two days and then in Paris and then home for two days. And then I went to Hawaii and I was like, yeah. oh, this is going to be great because I've been traveling so much. I've been working so hard. Like I'm, this is going to be an awesome way to just like, and then I found myself almost like, I mean, it was a great vacation, but there were times where I was like, what am I going to do for fundraising for St. Jude? Because when I got back, I was going straight into fundraising. Oof. And that ended up being just, I was like, I should have found a different time for my vacation for sure. It was still awesome, but I found myself being like, okay, it's May. What am I doing for St. Jude? What are my incentives? Yeah. Whatever. Um, which is something I probably should have prepared before I left. But um, I have heard people saying like, couple it with like conventions. Like if you're, if you're going to like San Diego for TwitchCon, stay an extra couple days and like chill and go check out San Diego or whatever. Or like if you're going to Memphis for St. Jude or whatever. I haven't tried that, so I can't really speak on it. Yeah. My only my only don't do it is don't schedule time off during a time where you know it's gonna be crazy busy anyway, because then your whole time off or vacation or whatever, you're just gonna be like, What am I gonna do when I get home? I have all this to do. And it's yeah. just overwhelming where for me like summer for me is really like fine because there's no conventions in the summer almost at least for me um so summer is good although then summer is good for everybody i don't know <laughs> there's no good time to take time off it's, that's it's, what it's i think for everyone, all the time sure. <laughs> i think that's exactly it i think that the time to take time off is you need to make that time like if yes. you need it then you need to make that time and you need to like figure out like, I think it's okay to plan it around other things that are going on. Like, if you know, okay, so, like, September, you have TwitchCon, and either you want to schedule it in conjunction with that or definitely not in conjunction with that because you don't want to be away from stream for too long. And so you want to plan it after that or before that. I think it's okay to, like, look at your schedule and say, like, oh, I'm going to be gone these days or I have this thing coming up, so I should schedule it. That's okay. It's okay to schedule vacations. Like, people do that. You don't have to be, like oh, I, I'm going to take it just because I feel like I should. Um, because I think if you're thinking about it, that's like, that's, that's good. It's good to plan ahead. Um, I also don't have a ton of insight into when is a good time because I actually really thrive on routines. So yeah. like, it's one of the things that helps my anxiety a lot is to have a daily and a weekly routine. And so taking time off by itself is something that I definitely have to plan for. Um, and I definitely have to like, just say that I'm doing it and just do the thing because otherwise if it's, I don't know, I don't like to not know, I guess, I guess that's what I'm trying to say. I don't like to, I don't like to have things sprung on me. I meant it when I said I like like three weeks in advance, at least because that's enough mental time yeah. for me to prepare for next week's is going to be a little like next week's going to be a little bit different. And then I also don't like to do things that are different back to back, but that's just me. That's just like how my brain operates. So if I have a week, like last week I had a day off during the weekend and then like I was supposed to this weekend um, go camping and I was like, I can't, I can't do it. I can't do it back to back like that. I can't do it. <laughs> yeah. I don't like it. I don't want to do that. I don't want to do that. So I'm not going to, and I, like I'm going camping the weekend after and it's going to be fine. It's going to be great. It's supposed to rain this weekend anyway. <laughs> um, but like, that's, that's just me. And that's how my brain operates. I need to have some kind of structure. Um, 
So I think like, I think the answer here is there's no good time, but also maybe like planning is Find the time thing. Yeah. Yeah. Just do it. I think, I think that's the real answer is just like, I think planning is good. And also accepting when it has to be done in the moment is also really important. Yeah. But I think that's both of those one, things. I think that's the one thing that you, it's okay to brute force it, you know? <laughs> yeah. That's, yeah. That's and the I, one place I'm okay. Into it. <laughs> I also feel yeah. like there are like being able to recognize when you maybe typically burn out when you typically uh like you know have a busy schedule and then it gets easier like you know maybe holidays or something like that after the the saint jude event maybe after a convention i actually did the vacation after a convention for guardian con last month in july um it was the first time that me and hunter ran a booth at a convention for streamer square and that was like a whole unique experience um you know totally different from like going as like a streamer and um right afterwards uh we went to uh universal studios and then i took a couple days off to go to austin texas to eventually find my new home um and that those like few days off right after running the show floor for two days 12 hours a day literally saved me from burnout because i was so exhausted after that weekend um, if I had not taken those days to just like hang out with friends and decompress, I know I would have burnt out. Um, so recognizing when, you know, you're going to hit your limit, like, you know, uh, I, I feel like the first half of the year is super busy. Like springtime is like five conventions and you have St. Jude and stuff like that's like after that, it's like, I'll need a break or like the holidays or something, um, are, are good times to like take planned breaks. Yeah, the interesting thing about this is you get to control the things that prevent burnout. What you don't get to control is burnout itself. When burnout strikes, you no longer have option. Mm-hmm. That's been taken away from you. Um, and it, it, one of the things that I keep coming back to that I needed to hear myself. So we, Loco and I did three panels um, at, oh, I, I, I did three panels. Loco, you did two, I think. Um, at, uh, at at Guardian Con, and at every single one of them, there was a burnout element. And I kept saying things that I wasn't doing. I kept, <laughs> I kept going like, here's some advice. Here's my perspective on things. And then I'd get done afterward. And they're like, oh, so what do you do with this? And I'm like, I don't actually do that. I don't, like, that's, I, like, I'm just. Um, do as they say, not as they do. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like, it's so it's, 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 it was really interesting to see that. Um, and I ended up, you know, sort of instituting a lot of these things myself eventually which is how i was able to overcome it in uh over my hiatus in the in the last month because that was actually guarding con was the trigger for that at the beginning of that of that last month um so you will i think in this industry there's a, an incredibly strong chance that if you aren't managing burnout in advance that it will hit you um incredibly strong chance which is a you know, my lead into saying, do everything that you can in advance to mitigate that, to prevent it, because yeah. that's where control gets taken out of your hands is when you're in burnout. You owe it to yourself and your sense of success in streaming to manage your emotional state and your home life and self care and all of those things. Those create a real sense of success that you deserve more than overworking yourself to the point that you have to take three months off 
and are, you know, like in a depressed state and anxious the entire freaking time and aren't creating content and are worried about coming back to nobody being there and, and like a dead channel and all that, that doesn't serve you at all. Overworking yourself to the point that that's what you're bringing in, that that's what you're inviting into your life, that doesn't, that doesn't create success. That doesn't make your community happier. A happier you legitimately is better for your, the people who care about you. The, the community that wants to see you thrive and succeed. If a handful of them are complaining about you not being there, that might not be your preferred crew. That might not be the people that you actually want to listen to. The people who are in the trenches, in the arena, fighting alongside you, those are the people whose opinions are valuable. The people who want you to, to, to be raised up and lifted up are the ones who, who are going to be supporting your self-care. And those are the people that you probably want in your community in the first place. I really want to emphasize what you said about once the burnout actually hits you, it's not it's not it's too late, but you're like you're in it. You have no choice now. Yeah. Because I that's where you live. Um, I think I want to say like six months after I went full time, uh, I was hospitalized because I was dancing like ten hours a day. I was I in dance that. school. Yeah, mm. I was in dance school, so I was dancing like all morning there, and then. Um, Ubisoft was there to film something with me for like a week straight and I was dancing with them and then I would do dancing on my stream and I was dancing for like 10 to 12 hours a day <laughs> and it got to the it was so Jesus. bad that I got something called either lactic acidosis or lactic acetosis I don't know how to pronounce it but it's basically when you work out so much that the lactic acid builds up in your muscles and it like almost like paralyzes you yeah couldn't you like flu. not move and stuff I couldn't move no yeah. it, was, it was like I couldn't move and I was hot and cold and I was gonna barf it was like having a flu kind of like it takes over like your like your control of your body and I had to I had to it was my it hit it hit the morning that I was flying out to my first St. Jude play live summit. It was my first one ever. <laughs> and I woke up and I was like, I can't move. And like the whole, like, I was like, no, I'm going, I'm going to the summit. I'm not giving up. I went to the summit. Um, it was my first time seeing my boyfriend at the time, Sam. And it was like our first time, like together as like a couple of like six months of long distance. And he spent that whole week holding my hair while I like vomited because oh the lactic God. acidosis was so bad that like I was throwing up everything. I couldn't hold anything down. Like I could barely walk without someone helping. And I managed to make it through the summit. And when I got home, I literally flew home and immediately went to uh, urgent care. And they yeah. put me on an IV for like a full day. And I was like, sweet, I'm awesome. Um, <laughs> but I remember that being like, like it was like, you have no choice now. Like you have to chill. Mm -hmm. Like even at, at St. Jude, it was as amazing of an experience as it was. I was so sick the whole time. And I had no choice when I got back to just lay in bed and go to sleep, <laughs> do nothing. So you had a physical I, like, burnout. It, it was awful. It was so awful. And I have, to, I, I have to emphasize what you said so bad because it is so easy to be like, ah, it's just, I'm like, I'm tired, but like, I'm still like streaming. Like, it's fine. Like you yeah. have no idea how much it could hit you. I mean, this was, this was uh, like over two years ago now. So like, I'm taking care of myself now. It's fine. But, um, you, you really don't realize how far you can push yourself, um, until yep. it all just like comes crashing down on you. And that's when you're like, I have no choice, but to just like chill out. So I wanted to emphasize what you said, because that really 
hit me hard too just for I, everyone it's watching. the same a very similar thing to what i've been talking to so many right because I've, I've gotten had a lot of conversations with a lot of people about burnout over those three over those three months i had nothing but time on my hands even though i was i was working a lot i felt it was really important to, to actually commune with a lot of people so i made an effort to do that and is that uh, a lot of the same thing every single person who was burning out would reach uh, this point of of depression and anxiety and when you're in that you're just you don't get to make like the right choices on your own anymore that's sort of like taken away from you right like depression brain anxiety brain is just it's the it's driving the boat it's the captain it's just like you're in it now you just along for you that you don't know ride. how long it's gonna last either you know absolutely yeah. yeah i was in the deepest depression of, of my life or time for it in 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 may in large part because of a lot of this a lot of this stuff it's... and i couldn't just go like <laughs> today's just gonna be a better day <laughs> it's, it's out of your hands it's interesting to hear about like all of your perspectives about that because i am very very lucky that i do not have depression and i have like a very small amount of anxiety and like i feel like almost everyone i know has depression like it's it hits everybody at some point even if it's only like temporary or seasonal or whatever but i think it's it's like a testament to say like even someone that doesn't have depression gets hit with this. Like this isn't like a, this isn't like a, oh, well, it's my anxiety. Like this is the reason that I'm burnt out. Like this happens to freaking everybody. No yeah. one's immune. Like, I've never experienced it before. Yeah. yeah, nobody's immune. For sure. Yep. Yeah. Yep. yeah, I think they can be completely separate. Like I definitely have days that I'm super anxious, but it's not anything to do with burnout. Sure. Right, right. <laughs> Yeah. yeah no no that's true you just wake up and that battle music starts and you're like where's the enemy <laughs> literally though that's my life yeah oh my god yep you're like why is my heart racing just i just exist here now today okay. it's just on yeah, yeah, yeah. i guess it's tuesday <laughs> or monday whatever today it is i don't know where so, am i so if you guys have like one take-home message for the audience because Burnout is so prevalent. What, what would you what would you tell someone from what you've learned? I think find your passions and find passion in what you do for work for sure. But also definitely try to find things that aren't monetized in any way that also really excite you that you can just do outside of what you do for work especially if you're a content creator, but I think in, in, in any capacity, you need to have hobbies, Just genuine hobbies. That's basically what I was going to say. <laughs> Find something else to do. Like dancing is my number one passion in life. Like there are times where I'm dancing and I just like get in the zone and like I'm on stage with Beyonce and I'm just like, <laughs> and like, I just totally get out of it mentally. And as much as I love dancing, that doesn't mean that it's the only thing that will ever be a part of my life. Like try cooking, try art, try, like I just recently started like bullet journaling and that's been so much fun because it's so creepy. <laughs> <laughs> Terry's arms just got really small. <laughs> my booja right here. It's, it's awesome because it's also just a great way to like not be looking at a screen and get to do yes. something artistic. I'm horrible at drawing i just doodle <laughs> in it and it looks so awful fun. no exactly. i was a it's professional so artist before i started streaming and i barely do any drawing in my bullet journal. <laughs> straight up it's, 
it's awful, but it's so therapeutic to be like it drawing is. and coloring. I have a coloring book. Like I do puzzles, like do that's something, so cool. do something that's totally unrelated. And obviously it's, it's a lot of, it, it takes a lot of preparation and a lot of different things to like not get burnt out. It's not just getting hobbies. And I hope no one takes that away that it's only that it's a lot of things. Um, and it's different for everybody, but I have to like super agree with Frank that like having other things to do other than just gaming or whatever you're doing on stream, if you're cooking or working out or whatever, do something else, like go sit outside and go draw <laughs> something or I don't know, do something else. That's not mm -hmm. just what you're doing don't on stream. Try to monetize it. Yeah. Don't do that yeah. to yourself. Enjoy Make it. it yours. Enjoy it. Yeah. Have it. Um, Mine, uh, mine is, I mean, I have, I have like, uh, I think I have 1,317 recommendations for, for burnout. Um, <laughs> that one's but I think my, my big takeaway one is, is everybody operates differently. And so knowing yourself and what's going to work for you may be a learning experience. You may not know yet. Um, and, and you may have to experiment with it, but my recommendation is to literally schedule time for yourself and straight up schedule cut off work time. When Commit you're done streaming, it. if it's what's that? Commit to it. Commit to the time Absolutely. off. Absolutely. Absolutely. Commit to it 100%. Like you have to check that box. Any work that like Frank was saying earlier in the in the, in the stream, there's always going to be work left over. There always will be. No matter how much you finish today, you're still going to have a whole list for tomorrow and next week. So let it be. Let that be there. Take that time for yourself. Actually commit to that to that time off. And if you have some if when you're done streaming, if you have work that has to be done that night, maybe make that into a schedule where there's 30 minutes after stream where you take care of emails and DMs, but then have that cutoff time. If it's right after stream, cut it off. <laughs> Actually create time for you to live your life because you shouldn't be living to work. You should be working to live, right? And we all in this industry and in life in general, I think, find ourselves succumbing to the live to work uh, issue, problem, <laughs> the, the, the fallacy that's sort of built into that. Prevent that from happening, schedule time off, and actually commit yourself to it. Yes. Awesome. Yep. Um, the last thing that I would add is realize that um, burnout is different for every person. It's not just about not wanting to stream. You might be burnt out now and not realize it. Um, so look like Look closely at, at the signs that you're exhibiting. Um, you know, for me, it was just being like mad, like being irritable, like being annoyed by things, like even things outside of streaming. I was just kind of like annoyed with things. Um, mm -hmm. You know, my mood changed and my energy levels changed. And I still, I got up every morning and I, I streamed and I enjoyed streaming. And I, I wasn't, you know, dreading streaming. So, um, you know, look to the signs of burnout and realize that it's going to be different for every person um because you might be burnt out right now you you may not know it um but that's interesting i also never dreaded streaming yeah same despite being thoroughly burnt out <laughs> <laughs> well i've i've hit those things that you guys talked about like i would snap at my chat a couple times when yeah. i was really burnt out and i felt mm -hmm. awful or my yeah. cats like what are they doing wrong they're just cute <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, no, like I would get asked the same question like four or five different times within the same stream and just like snap and be like, I'm tired of answering this goddamn question. <laughs> and like, I totally, totally feel that. And you're right. It's like the signs are different for everybody. It, it's totally di different. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, with that, we're going to wrap up the show. So little Siha, Frank the Pegasus, you guys are fantastic. And I appreciate your guys' time. Can you tell us where we can find you and what you're up to? Uh, you can find me. I'm Little Sia everywhere. Everything's exactly the same. Um, I stream Friday through Tuesday. Um, and uh, I'm on YouTube. And um, I still burp a lot. And that's about it. <laughs> I'm not doing anything recently. As soon as I got home from traveling from all those cons, I was just like, I'm going to chill and it feels great. So yeah. Thank yeah. you for having me guys. I appreciate it. Awesome. Oh. I'm Frank the Pegasus everywhere. I also have that territory claimed on all places. <laughs> That's mine. Um, <laughs> it's, it's the way to go. It's easy peasy. Um, I stream, I'm off on Mondays and Fridays. So my schedule isn't easy to say, but I'm just off on Mondays and Fridays. Um, and, uh, I don't have anything terribly exciting going on, I guess. I just went full time. So Yay! like, yeah! Yay! it's party and it's good time. Woo! Woo! Congratulations. Woo! Hunter, what about you? Oh, well, don't you know, I stream on Twitch now. <laughs> uh, <laughs> which is, I haven't been able to say that for three months. <laughs> Four days a week, Monday through Thursday. That means uh, after the show, shortly after, we're um, going to be eating some food and then and then starting up the stream. Uh, 5 p.m. on. I don't put an end time on there because I get to go four to six hours. It's been more five, five and six. Start with sketching every day. Well, most days now, too, which is a fantastic addition. I've never done that before. That's awesome. Never done any art on stream. Yeah. Um, I don't have any 12 hour marathons coming up. No special events. And I'm Thank so God. happy. <laughs> <laughs> everything, everything has been like reinvigorated. And, and, and Loco's really happy with this too, because I'm, I'm spending uh, the, a, a more appropriate amount of time uh, working with her in, in, in Streamer Square, a more appropriate amount of time working on myself. Uh, so you can find me nowhere a lot of the time too, which is also really exciting. <laughs> Twitter.com slash the Hunter Wild TV. Uh, you can find me on Instagram as well. And of course, over on twitch.tv slash the Hunter Wild, four days a week, starting at 5 p.m. Pacific. Loco, awesome. you fantastic, wonderful, brilliant, beautiful human being. What about you? Well, Hunter, thank you very much. Um, you can find me at twitch.tv slash Loco, L-O-W-C-O. My voice has been gone for a month. I know. I'm not sick. I just, uh, I'm old, I guess, and I got acid <laughs> reflux. And it, it, you know, it shot my vocal cords. So hopefully oh we'll be back eventually. My voice is taking, my voice is burnt out, guys. Voice is <laughs> oh, yeah, no. exactly. Um, but yeah, so <sighs> I, I'm still streaming. I just screwed this issue. Like, I'm fine. Um, I am playing, I played Remnant today and I loved it. And I want to play <gasps> more. Yes. It's so yes. good. Oh, can so we play? Good. Yeah. Yeah, cool. Yeah. Well, you have to start your stream early. Yeah, I don't know how to stream early, but we'll figure it out. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I'm playing Remnant, and I'm doing my very first Borderlands playthrough. So find oh, all that on my Twitch channel, and um, Loco or Loco2525 on Twitter, because 
someone has the loco name so I got... so what you're saying is everybody tweet at the loco account and yeah. Yeah, let's them. Oh. give up your account <laughs> it's an inactive account you know it's like a, t a 10 year old one tweet account it's like oh, oh good come on um but yeah thank you guys so much for tuning in uh we really appreciate it we are back every single monday here at 5 p.m eastern time um uh, next week we're going to be talking about twitchcon so we're going to be giving tips about twitchcon uh convention tips and talking about the twitchcon experience so if you're going to twitchcon tune in next week for that it's going to be an awesome episode um, absolutely and normally there's a show right after this your brand your business they are not going to be here today i'm not even sure if they're going to be here next week because galen is having a baby uh, so they may be on a little baby break uh, but we'll be back here next week and uh, you can find us streamer square everywhere discord the website twitter youtube all that good stuff so if you want more information about streaming definitely check us out check us out um, so we'll Yay. see you guys next week. Have a great rest of your week, guys. Thank you for tuning in. Bye, friends.